0: everyone welcome back to crossroads minute
1: the podcast where we analyze the 2002 britney spears vehicle crossroads one minute at a time
0: i'm your co-host Aaron.
1: i'm your co-host james
0: and it's minute 18 which begins with off
1: he paid they've paid off
0: paid off and i have it going through lucy opening a door
1: yes i said yeah well we'll get to it so i don't have very many notes i said lucy asks about mother
0: Yes, my first note is she calls her dad Pop and her mom Mother. Yeah. Which seems weird. Yeah. I don't know anyone who refers to their parents as Mother and Father.
1: Unless they're, like, being petulant.
0: Right, right. But, like, just on a regular basis. Right. I don't know anyone except, I guess, maybe some, like, Dickensian children. Yeah. Father. Yeah, but... I don't. My voice just did a weird frog thing. <laughs> nah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that
1: was. I mean, I think like a uh, little house on the prairie. They called them mother. That no, was and...
0: ma and pa. Dang it! I was You're about right. to say Little Women, but it was Marmy and pa. it may have been father. It, the the dad may have been father.
1: <laughs> Mister heard... Mister March.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, huh. I think it's. But my like father. what teenager in 2002 yeah. calls... Uh,
1: in the South. I mean, like, honestly, yeah. like...
0: Why not just mom? Yeah. Like, or, or my mother. I want to ask you about my mother. Right. Like, that would have made sense. Sure. Because, as we find out in this scene, mom left when she was three. Right. So she's never really had any kind of relationship with her mother and doesn't have anything that she's ever called her because she hasn't seen her since she was a toddler. Yeah. Right. So... But I want to ask you about Mother. Yeah. Just so
1: awkward. It is very, very awkward. And it seems, it feels to me like he has somehow instructed her or, like, raised her to yeah. call her that. Yeah. In a way of, like, keeping distance. Yeah. It's not great.
0: Yeah. Well, and as we discovered during this conversation, he's got some feelings about
1: Mother. <laughs> Like, this is textbook projection. Yeah. She's like, has she ever come and and tried to visit me? And he basically was like, no. But don't feel guilty about that. Listen, do not feel guilty. You have no reason to feel guilty. She should feel guilty. And I was was standing there waiting for Lucy to be like... Dude, I I didn't. I'm yeah, not.
0: That's exactly what my note is. I was like, she wasn't? Where, where does any of this situation imply that she feels guilty? All, right. All she said was, hey, has mom ever contacted you about me?
1: <laughs> Don't feel guilty. Well, I didn't, but like, sh- should
0: I? And I mean, I guess what we're supposed to imply is that they've had this conversation many times before, right. wherein Lucy... Says something about her mom, and then, like, so many children tend to do when their parents split up. Right. You know, wonders, you know, did she leave because of me? Right. Like, you have to assume that they've had that con- the guilt conversation before. Right. But also, she's clearly never asked, has mom ever tried to see me? I mean, I hope not. Because if she has, then why are we rehashing this conversation in this way? For the last time no. Right. But also, like, I don't know, the whole... This is another. This is another case of just like it's it's just bad writing. Yeah, like it's another info dump. Yep. They wanted to make it clear. That, I mean, we already know that her she's estranged from her mom, right? Because she told Kit and Mimi that that she was gonna she wanted to find her mom, right? And it's very clear that she's being raised by just her dad. She wants to find her mom. You're we we the intelligent viewer can put two and two together and right. assume that mom is not in the picture anymore. Right. We don't need Dan Aykroyd. To go into a monologue about how, you know... Momologue. A, a momologue, yes, thank you. Um, about how mom left. It wasn't your fault. Right. Don't feel guilty. I know you're feeling guilty, Lucy. <laughs> I know you. I'm your father, and I know you, and I know you're feeling guilty, but don't feel guilty. Yeah. She left. It was her choice. It was a bad choice. Don't you dare feel guilty.
1: I mean, is this, does this speak to a larger... Because he's he's told her how she's feeling before. Yeah. When, you know, it felt great.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think it's... in. I don't think the character's intentionally written that way. Like, I don't think that the point is this dad tells her how she feels all the time. Right. I think it's just bad dialogue yeah. that comes across that way because that's the only way it can come across.
1: She just feels a little overprotected, I guess. Yeah. My next note is so I guess they live in a town called Live Oak, because his um his like oh yeah thing says Live Oak and it's the like it's the Live Oak Auto Repair Shop. Yeah. So I looked up to see if there was a Live Oak, Georgia. Okay. I didn't find a Live Oak, Georgia. There's definitely a Live Oak, Florida. Okay. And there Live Oak is sort of like um like Sully around here where it's like just scattered all mm-hmm. around. But it's really hard to search for Live Oak, Georgia, because the Live Oak or Quercus virginiana is the state tree of Georgia. Oh, okay. It is all throughout the the southern United States, and the one interesting fact I found is that um, the USS Constitution, which was an old like ship, like a sailing ship mm-hmm. that fought in like eighteen twelve or whatever, it was also called Old Ironsides. Okay. It was made of live oak. Which was thick and sturdy enough to like withstand cannon blasts and stuff. Oh, wow. So they called it Old Ironsides because it took, you know, cannons to the side of it and didn't get holes in it. Wow. So the, the Navy still has live oak orchards, like tracts of live oak, like that they maintain to this day.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's, and like I said, it's the state tree of Georgia. So uh, it was really, really hard to look up live oak, Georgia. And come up with anything. But, like, it looks like maybe there's, like, a township outside of Augusta called Live Oak. But there's also, like, near Atlanta, there's, like, Live Oak Elementary, Live Oak Bowling Lanes. You know, like, just sort of, like, I don't know, Live Oak. Sure. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, not not a lot of information, but, like... You know, something like that's why it's called I mean, it seems yeah. like on it seems authentic that he that would be called the Live Oak Auto Shop.
0: Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna come up with a fictional town, yeah. Live Oak's as good a name as any. Yeah. For that area.
1: Do we think and like or or that's just the name of the auto shop too? I mean, like it that's could be, true. it could be it could be just like it makes sense for the name of the auto shop or the name of the town in which the auto shop is located. True. So, true. But uh, right. Makes sense for Georgia. Then the next note I have is she looks contemplatively at her locket,
0: but before that, okay, we see the sun come up on her face mm-hmm. in a span of about five seconds. Uh huh. So the camera, you know, it's the next, it's early the next morning. Right. The camera pans past a clock that says I believe around six twenty. Okay. Um, like six fifteen, six twenty, early in the morning, and it pans over to Lucy in bed looking at her locket yes. that she got out of the memory box. Right. And as she's looking at it, the light gently fades up. <laughs> like as though almost... the sun were rising in fast motion <laughs> just on her face. Also, six fifteen, six twenty in the morning in the summer, yeah. the sun would already be up.
1: Maybe they have automated um blackout shades that go down at like six fifteen.
0: Maybe. It's possible. And
1: they're silent.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and but it's not even like the sun is shining in and you see, like, the light get brighter because you, there's a blind going up. It's almost like one of those alarm clocks that right. wakes you up by just slowly glowing.
1: Yeah. And then all I have is um, that she then opens the creakiest door in the house. Mm-hmm. Yep. It makes literally every every centimeter it moves, it makes another creak. I'm like, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Whose room is it?
0: We don't know. What room
1: is it? Is it the kitchen? We have no idea. I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. Mm-hmm. Probably tomorrow. Probably tomorrow, unless, unless things go wildly off the rails.
0: Which is always a possibility. Could be. We're on Twitter at crossroads underscore min, <laughs> or individually, I can be found at unabashedly Aaron. And I can be found at unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at scavengersnet, on the internet at large at scavengersnetwork.com, or on Patreon at patreon.com slash the scavengers network.
1: So I, I don't even know what's going to happen. It's morning. She's sneaking around. We'll have to find out tomorrow where she's going, what she's doing, and even what room is she going into. Hey, Aaron. Yes, James. Let's be best friends forever. Oh, we will.
0: The Scavengers Network. Creator driven, community focused,
1: treasured content.